This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. On this week's Dear Viv, when life gets too much and you just feel completely overwhelmed. Dear Viv, I'm exhausted with the world. I have compassion fatigue. But the thing is that doing nothing is more tiring than doing something. I work hard and a really not in it for the money healthcare job, working with families of young children before, during and after autism diagnosis. It's heartbreaking. I work in an area where hardly anyone has any money. Everyone I work with needs help. I've got good at leaving work on time but I'm still emotionally shattered by about midday and by 5.30pm I'm really not much good for anything. But what about not work? Every day I walk past a whole load of homeless people. They need more too, obviously. Then I say good morning to my colleagues, look at their faces to guess whether they slept, whether their anxiety is bad today My parents are disabled and need more help than they accept or than I can give. My boyfriend is miserable and directionless. My friends all seem to have new babies or recurring cancers or 80-hour jobs. I'm trying to keep sight of myself floating in this sea of other people's needs. Caring is part of my identity, but it's not who I am. And it's not an appropriate response to all these problems. How can I pick the ones to do something about? And how can I forgive myself for ignoring the others? How can I learn to be supportive without feeling the need to solve everybody's problems? I used to get energy from helping other people, but lately something's switched and it feels like a drain. I'm sorry this is such a jumble. I'm surprised to find myself writing to you. You are very wise though, and even if you can't reply, I'm sure I'll find the answers in things you have already written. Thank you. 
Oh, dear, exhausted with the world. I feel quite sad reading out your letter. Thank you so much for writing in. It seems to me like you've diagnosed yourself here. You're a carer, and amen to the carers. What would we do without them? But as you suggest yourself, you're all cared out. You've cared so much that there's no care left over for you. Most of us, and I'm guilty of this, have overshared many a time. As for you, you have overcared. Now, I don't mean to sound at all lighthearted about your problem because I really did feel heartbroken reading your letter. You are clearly an extremely compassionate and hardworking person. In fact, you sound pretty close to sainthood. We really need more people like you in our society. People like you make me feel glad to be alive, to be honest. But the trouble is, there is an extreme price to be paid for your self-sacrifice. And the price is just that, yourself. You've given everything away to other people, to the families with children with autism, to your anxious colleagues, to the homeless, to your miserable boyfriend, to your disabled parents, to your friends with the new babies and the cancer and the ridiculous jobs. You've given everything to all these people, your compassion, your empathy, your time, your attention, your love. Give, 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 give. Can you see and I know that you can, (laughs) that there cannot possibly be anything left over for you. It's like Jesus feeding the 5,000, very generous of him, and then at the end he realises he hasn't left anything over for his own tea. I hope you can see the logistics of this situation. It is a question of maths. If you give absolutely everything away, there is nothing left. And that is simply a fact. You're just draining yourself until there's nothing. One thing that gives me a lot of hope and so much hope is that you personally clearly see this issue for what it is. You say, caring is part of my identity, but it's not who I am. Absolutely, that's key. I think it's really important that you start to think of caring as a verb. It's something that you do rather than something that you are. Carer is your job and it's what you do. But it's not who you are and it's not what you can do all the time. You need to do other things as well. Possibly things that are uncaring or carefree or careless even during the times when you are not caring. You need to force yourself to do these things and to make time for them. You have all the right questions. How can I pick who to help? How can I learn to be supportive without feeling the need to solve everybody's problems? But I don't think that you will find the answers to these questions by thinking about them. I think you'll find the answers by changing your habits. At the moment, you have got into the habit of caring 24-7. It's almost like a workaholic thing with you, I think. You never switch off your caring self. You have got to start scheduling time to be an irresponsible, self-indulgent and selfish version of yourself. Like I said, think about this, careless, carefree. Please use the permission from me to do this because I think you're going to find it really hard to give this permission to yourself. So I want you to think, Viv says I have to be more selfish and I want you to obey me. We all need to find times to be selfish 
And I'm really using that word in inverted commas because it's not selfish to do things for yourself. It's a matter of survival and literally self-preservation. By being strategically selfish and making enough time for our own needs, we ensure that we can be generous and open-hearted with others when they need us. Please don't be put off by thinking this is an enormous task because I don't think it is for you. I think it's just about making a few tweaks here and there. Take a different route to work, for example, so that you don't have to walk past the homeless people tomorrow. I'm serious. It's not that you're ignoring them. It's just that you'll never be able to do anything to help anyone if you're overwhelmed and don't have a clear head. And at the moment, seeing them is overwhelming you. Tell your boyfriend, for example, that you're going away on your own for two nights because you need some time for yourself. Do something that you think is frivolous and that you even feel a bit guilty about. Get used to feeling guilty and think to yourself, Viv says it's okay to feel a bit guilty sometimes. It's probably a sign that I am doing more things for myself and that's exactly what I need to do. Also, think about letting other people look after themselves. Your colleagues are adults. Yes, they would love your compassion and your empathy, your support, your friendship. But if they choose to lead their lives anxiously and not treat their own anxiety, that is not your problem. You are one person and there is only so much you can do. And the amazing and wonderful thing is that you are already doing so much. It's that you're really doing too much at the moment and you need to rein it in so that you can keep on going. Please do keep on going and doing what you're doing because this world really, really needs people like you. But we need you to spoil yourself and indulge yourself and give yourself treats and sit in the sunshine on your lunch hour and always choose the most expensive sandwich in the shop so that you feel replenished and happy and rested so that you can keep on giving back to the rest of us. Remember that old cliche about the air masks on the aeroplane? Fit your own before you fit someone else's. Imagine a parent's desperation to fit their child's mask first. It's almost impossible to resist the temptation to fit the child's mask first, but you must fit your own mask first. Otherwise, you're not going to be any good to anyone. Thank you, by the way, for saying that I am wise. I am not particularly wise. I just recognise how stupid I often am and I'm very good at pointing out other people's silly behaviour whilst not being very good at fixing my own. I hope some of this advice does feel wise and right to you though and that it will be comforting for you to know that you're already on the right path by recognising that you have a problem. Let the world nourish, feed and care for you instead of exhausting you then you'll always be ready to do all that caring that usually makes you feel so energised. Good luck. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. And sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.